Hello and welcome to the twenty three twenty five film cast. We, but, 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 who's who's that next to you? I've never seen him before. Whoa, it's another. Well, Dan, another I don't know. Uh, it's a guy that we've mentioned many times in this podcast before. We have mentioned him before. Yes. Um, is that true? It, it is true. <laughs> it is. It's very true. <laughs> um, person sitting next to me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Atia. I'm good friends with Riyadh, and I've only just met Dan recently, yeah. but he's a good chap. So yeah, <laughs> I'm as passionate about films and all that stuff as these two are. Yeah. You know, we'll try and make a passionate. feature in it. Mate, you spunk <laughs> off of these things. I spunk off of these things. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a he com- he's a comic book nerd. He's literally the guy that I go to if I don't know anything about a certain aspect of yeah. comic books. I will go to him. Yeah, if you need to know an or- the origin story of the- that person who was in the background of one movie, mm. a comic book movie, it's like, oh yeah, he was in issue 563 yeah. of Detective Comics. Yeah. I try not to be that guy, but <laughs> <laughs> well, especially now with the it's really um, good. I like that. Yeah. Especially now with the, like how where Marvel is going in terms of the cosmos, like you know, with the um, the Eternals, the Celestials, all the bits that I don't know. The multi. We can the multi- swear, we can swear on this, right? Yes, of course. Yes. Sometimes I feel like I sound like a pretentious cunt when I do it. But <laughs> <laughs> and he says oh. the he says the, the the sweariest word. <laughs> but but, as his first but one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great. I, I, I do it with a smile on my face when I mm. say these facts, so hopefully it comes off charismatic and not like, <laughs> I know this shit and you don't. <laughs> it comes off. It, it, yeah. it, it, it does. It does. It's, uh, what we do. it's great. Well, like we said, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm Riyad Ali. I'm Daniel Freelos. And I'm Atia Anzalchi. Bradley. Wait, wait how, how, what, what? Atia Anzalchi. Have, Anzalchi. A, have a good time trying to remember that name. So it's like Anz. Anzalchi. Anzalchi. That's how I remember it. There's no G. There's, there's no D in there. Zamauchi. I mean, no. what? There's no D. There's no D in there. There's no D in there. Okay. Okay. The only D is on me. Okay. <laughs> Bradley, play the intro. All right, guys. So we have uh, had a very fun entertaining day because we have mm-hmm. been we went to the cinema which is not like us is it no but we went, we went to the cinema today um to the wimbledon imax and we saw what did we see thor love and thunder yeah this is the freshest review we've ever done this is fresh because we literally saw this like two hours ago we, yeah. we apologize if we're still formulating our thoughts on it it's literally been mm-hmm. two hours since we've seen it so yeah because minions 2 was like about that was about seven hours later or you know something so that was seven hours later. later. <laughs> and this is immediately after, so we have just seen it. We are really fresh on this, mm-hmm. so that, which is fun, which is good because I feel like I've got a, I have I have quite a lot to say about this film. So cool, yeah, I do I, actually. I'm yeah. still formulating, but I think the more I speak about it, the more I will reveal my feelings about the about the film. Because oh, we okay. actually we had a good discussion afterwards, but we were just like, yeah, still kind of like congregating our thoughts on it. All I knew, all I know is that. I loved it thunderously when I was watching it. <laughs> I was I was slapping my knee. I was turning to Riyadh going, oh, I fucking love this, bro. This is so fucking good. I got the, I got the approval slap on the chest. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, boy. Oh, during the first major action sequence, like, I, I could hear him go, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for sounding you like that. I don't know why. This is great. No, 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 it's a good knee. It's a good knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's the thing. It, it, it was just... Um, Okay, so what? Okay, before we go into depth with it, let's just do a quick. What do we, what do we think of it? A little quick, little little opinion. I had opinion. so much fun with this, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I'm it's a fun movie. It. Yeah, it's yeah. kind. Of, it put me in a good mood. It's kind of put me on the good mood that the same way that Miss Marvel is. Um, and I don't. Miss Marvel, guys, is so good. Absolutely. Please give that show some ratings, yeah, please. Yeah. 
It's such um, a shame. I'm thankful that it's very different from Ragnarok from what we got from Taika Waititi beforehand. It Wajiti is different beforehand. from Ragnarok. I was a bit surprised by yeah. that. I thought we were going to get kind of a Ragnarok point two kind of thing, like yeah. very very similar, but it's, it is different. It feels yeah. like a, it does feel like a progression. The, the, the first thing I said to Riyad when it finished, sorry, when it, when it finished was, I don't even want to compare it to Ragnarok. I just mm. I just want to kind of consider them. I did like Ragnarok more. I, I have to admit, yeah, I did see, prefer that. What I was afraid. <laughs> but no, no, I'm not comparing them. They are yeah, different, but yeah. I, I just did prefer Ragnarok. It's just the movie That's I prefer. Fair enough. Cool. Well, yeah. that's just like your opinion, <laughs> man. Look, you, man. That's not a real opinion. But yeah, I, that's what I thought. I, but I, it's fun. It's just fun, and I like. That's what I like about Taika Waititi is because his films are. They're just. He has this 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 New Zealand sense of fun and humor that he only he can interject. And that's what makes it so enjoyable. The, the thing about like some Marvel films, like I don't know, I love the Eternals, but it's very serious. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's very drab, it's very dreary. This is just, this is just from beginning to end. It's just, it's just trying to entertain mm. you more than anything. On the other end of it as well, some of these movies, like unlike Eternals, they try and force the comedy too much, and mm. like I feel like the kooky sensibilities of Taika Waititi's style just kind of works with. Yes, yeah. and it I actually do, yeah. kind of like makes. Like, and it works for Thor's character as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it just displays that you know Taika trusts his actors a lot, mm. especially like he's always spoken about how good Chris is. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is at improvising, yeah, as well yeah. as with um, Tessa Thompson as well. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, um, Tom Hiddleston and mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum, he picks his actors. Mark you know, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, but this time we we're de- well, he's dealing with Christian Bale. Who Christian he Bale, was a bit yeah. trepidatious with because he was like he was a bit worried worried if he was going to be a bit too methody as Christian Bale. Well, this Bale this is. film, I'm sorry that generally mm. I think most people would say this is below him in yeah. terms of like what he would do. And mm. and, he, and even he he even said something recently like somebody said oh well, um it's like somebody said to him like what do you think about being part of the MCU? He was like part of anything. He didn't even know what did He didn't know what the MCU was. No, he didn't know what it was. It's just he he was probably sucked in by the he, role and the, and the director he still maybe. hasn't even seen the Batman yet of course he hasn't but he's, <laughs> but he's, awful, he's awful Robert Pattinson he's, so. he's a busy boy yes I, know, I, knew I, I saw an interview with him last night on like uh, are we allowed to say other channels yeah and of stuff? course yeah, so yeah. the yeah. Entertainment Weekly YouTube channel yeah I'm one of those guys <laughs> uh, they did a round table and he was just saying that, you know they were saying about his past stuff with this he did Batman he said what brought him to back to this kind of genre of films and he was like well my kids just said uh, I was going to turn it down but my kids said no you have to be in it you're going to be in it so I just kind of got shoehorned in and I was like well, this is the attitude he has about it <laughs> was a good Christian Bale nah it wasn't <laughs> I, if I had time I'd no be he's going to be talking a bit like this. he's got yeah. a weird because he kind of like flips up it's all over everywhere it's, isn't it he's yeah, Christian it is, Bale yeah. yeah it is literally everywhere sometimes it's as cockney as anything sometimes it's we- yeah. is he originally Welsh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he gets a bit Welsh sometimes. And sometimes it's what? Da, 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 in the background. <laughs> what is it with you? You've imagined the Batman with a Welsh accent. I'm from the Gotham. It's uh, really nice. It's really rainy. You it's know? really nice up there. I like Gotham. It's not too many sheep up there, but you know. <laughs> Where are the rest of the drugs going? <laughs> Joker, get back in now. Joker, Swear to me. <laughs> Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. When he got in shape, he went from dead bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh. 
Ooh, spoke too soon. Jane? Um, yeah. Dan, can you give us a, a you, the plot. best ever plot synopsis as you can for this movie? Uh, okay, so Thor Love and Thunder, it's uh, after Endgame. It's the first time we've seen Thor since then. And basically, it, he's basically he's been, he's kind of been having a bit of a, a gap year with the Guardians of the Galaxy, essentially. He's gone off with them. They've been uh, partaking in many adventures and things. He's got back into shape. He went from dead bod to god bod. Love that. So now he's uh, back to being normal. Because, we, we, you know, he the, the, the whole fat suit thing must be a nightmare to work in. They can't have him working it for right the whole the movie. Mm. So uh, where he's the main character. So I imagine apparently like 20 yeah. pounds, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a very good fat suit. Very well done. Mm. Um, so yeah, he, he kind of decides I've got to, he decides he wants to find his own way. Basically he begins to realize that he doesn't really know who he is. Like after mm. all these many thousands but of years. We and all that's felt, why. We've all felt that way. Yes. Mm. Every one of us, at one point or another, maybe not to the extent that Thor has, we've we've gained that depression weight at some yeah. point in our mm. lives, and we've all had to go to our versions of definitely God during God. definitely during COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Bro, I was like 265 pounds during COVID in a bad way. Mm. What's that? Hold on. Do you have mostly English listeners or UK? We've listeners? got everybody. So about 120 <laughs> kilograms. There you go. Okay. In, yeah, okay. In okay. Way. Now I'm back down. Mm. Oh, this isn't. So you, did, you go, <laughs> so did you go from dead board to god board or did you go from i'm more good board than i am dad board <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. i need to show off sorry god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear and then basically it's just kind of his um it's kind of him trying to work out who he is whilst also having a spanner in the works thrown in there by jane foster who's back having been absent J- for a movie judy foster uh, Jodie, J- J- Jane Fonda, and uh, who's been absent for a movie, although we technically saw her in Endgame, kind of. It was deleted scene from Thor 2. And, yeah. and it was a body double, although she did record an original line of dialogue for it. Yeah. So, so technically she was. Unused there, footage from Dark World Thor as well? Thor 2, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, just, they just superimposed Rocket into it. Mm. And um, and yeah, it's, and, and because we've got, there's a lot to deal with in this film, because obviously with Jane Foster, yeah. she's, you know, by the way, guys, we're going to go into spoiler territory, just so you know. So this movie's full, this is going to be full of spoilers. Spoiler so. alert. So if you haven't seen the movie, pause it now and go and see it. Okay. Okay. So you've seen it now. Good. So basically, <laughs> uh, Jane Foster is dealing with cancer in this film, which is something I did not expect to well, I, I I personally I heard the the narrative beforehand. Oh, you didn't hear about yeah, it. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, actually, if you read the comic books back <laughs> in 2014 <laughs> when they came out, you would have known all about it. Oh man! I mean, I'm being Wait, one of those. 2014 is that how fresh it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Mighty Mighty well, Thor. Yeah. No, actually, no. 2014 yeah. is eight years ago. 2014 I, is when we started university. We had. I know. <laughs> well, well, la- lady, actually, lady I, Thor. I'm going to get into that later on. Actually. Yes. About dude. how I feel about. Yeah. Yeah. But, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But you think about like 2014 is not long at well. It's eight years ago, but it feels like it was like four years ago to me. Oh, it feels mm. very, very, very recent yeah. to me. Very recent. That's yeah. when Guardians of the Galaxy One well, came out, and it's actually amazing as well. Endgame came out in 2019, and we're still dealing with the the, um, the repercussions of Endgame through yeah. the, through the characters themselves. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that's the thing. I, I, I'm like I like that this film. The thing the, the thing I liked about the plot in this film is it's actually it is moving Thor forward. Yeah. Forward. 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 Uh, I, I could see you thought of that just as I said it. I'm glad it did. Because <laughs> Definitely, I've been saying it all day today. Yeah. <laughs> because I like that. I like I said, I really, really, really like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness upon a third viewing. But I would not say, I wouldn't say it further Doctor Strange as a character that much. 
much. Not really. A little bit a with, li- the, little with bit. the move on and, you know, love and all that shit. Yeah, minimally. I think mm. minimally. Meanwhile, Thor, in this film, I felt like he went through quite a change, I felt, which mm. I quite like. Yeah, with the yeah. move on and the love and all the love. Yeah, that shit. And Don't having me. to deal with Jane Foster again yeah. and his, and whilst also having to, ch- like, have that yeah. plus what he's been through in the past, you know, four movies and mm. stuff. And you know, but also film. like not just him changing, but also like Valkyrie being the king of Asgard or New Asgard, New, New Asgard. Asgard. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. Korg. Well, Korg doesn't really evolve, but he's Korg. Um, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's just Korg. Um, yes, and then now we get introduced to the new villain. Yes, Gore the God Butcher, mm, played I by was... Christian Bale. Yeah, and yeah, the thing is, okay, okay, so. Um, what, what can we talk about now? So I think um, so. That's the plot so, we've talked about on, on my so, on my list. One one thing you didn't mention about the plot. Probably uh, if we're going to, into spoilers, we should say the first scene of the movie kind of sets up everything that Christian Bale is going to do, mm-hmm. Gore the God Butch is going to do in the rest of the movie. Yeah, and tie into what Thor is going to do at the end of the movie. So yes, absolutely, exactly. Should, yeah. yeah, it's how a, it's 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 a really good like setup of a, of a, an antagonist. Yeah. I think. Mm. Do you want to really? say it or? Yeah, you can, you can say it. So basically, it's very similar to the comic book. Uh, Th- um, Gore is is his whole planet has been you know it's drought. Everything has been died away. There's no greenery, nothing, and there's Gore and his daughter, and they're the only two people left. Gore is. Uh, very religious. He, he he even in the face of death, he's still praying to the gods to help him and his daughter and all that stuff. Where was and, he from, by the way? Uh, I don't know the name of the planet. I forget. I because uh, they don't really establish that in, yeah. the, in the film. Not really. Yeah, it's, no. it's just a, it's, It just looks like Tatooine in Star Wars. That's it. So they're, they're just like Disney. Another, <laughs> Disney love deserts. So anyway, they they are like on the brink of death, and then sadly his daughter dies, and it dies in his arms, and he buries her, mm-hmm. and he's just sleeping on top of her grave and then in the distance after a while he sees like this lush green little forest like a mirage you see in there yeah you think it's a mirage old yeah. looney tunes cartoons and he makes his way over there and he starts eating all the fruit and all that shit and he's like oh my god and then he sees like a god the god he was probably praying to and he's like oh thank you come. Uh, I, I, I can't remember the name they did say his name no, but yeah, he's, not, I, he's not he's just a god yeah, really yeah. i don't remember the name uh, of him either but he's, he's just uh, a god that he's been praying to and he sees him in the flesh and he's got like some babes with him which are made of flowers or something weren't they yeah yeah yeah, I think so, yeah. and a couple and, of them are masks on yeah and then he's like thank you for coming and you're gonna you're gonna restart the cycle and everything is gonna be great on this planet all over again all, all, all over again mm-hmm. and uh, the god is just like what the fuck are you talking about bro you're here to sacrifice yourself and die so you you, you know yeah the, oh i didn't mention the necro sword which is this thing mm-hmm. uh that they, the reason the god showed up is because they killed the owner of the necro sword. The necro sword can kill any god, mm. and they mm. were celebrating the hunt that they killed the guy. That's why they were on Gore's planet. Yeah. So when Gore finds out that the the god he prays to doesn't care for him and actually pities him and not not pities him, but like mm. you know doesn't consider him above an ant. No, mm. no, no. So they get into a bit of a struggle. Gore picks up. The necro sword stabs this god quite graphically through mm. the through the throat, mm-hmm. and he dies. And that's what corrupts Gore and it changes him. He's like, "Well, fuck you guys, you gods, you you fucking." <laughs> he says that exact yeah, line in the movie. In the, the way, movie, yeah. he, he turns to camera and says, "Fuck you gods," <laughs> and and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you all. I'm gonna become the serial killer of gods, the god mm. butcher, and I'm gonna do that." And that's <laughs> that's really what sets off the movie for Gore. <laughs> So I've got a structure here. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Thor himself. Yeah. Um, what he's are, still a uh, fun character. Yeah, he's still a fun character. I felt that 
you know, going back to what you were saying about he's going for a gap year. Yeah. If anything, he's he's like a uni graduate. Yes, you know, he is. He, yeah. Endgame is like the big graduation period. Uh-huh. Everybody coming together. Da, 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 he's a bit now, lost right He's now. a bit lost. Mm-hmm. All his mates, well, yeah. all his mates are fucked off and they're doing their own things. So, or, you know. Or, or dead. Or dead. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So or just, stuck in the past. Yeah. With yeah. The, yeah. Sweetheart. And he's just hanging around mm-hmm. these guys who he's never really had a relationship before with. And we don't really see him evolve that. If anything... He's he sticks out like a, a sore thumb. Well, thaw- yeah, a, th- a thaw thumb. A thaw thumb. Oh, it's, thaw thumb. it's gonna be too easy. <laughs> because because yeah, he because okay. So obviously, the Guardians of the Galaxy are in the opening of this film, and they're, they're they're good, but they're barely in it. And frankly, they should barely be in it. Really. Yeah, yeah. I, I like well, that they're not in it. They've got two much. projects coming up. They have got what the Christmas special this year, and oh, they've yeah, got Volume Three the coming special. up. Yeah. So and Groot's yeah. got in his own little short thingy. So we're going to see plenty of them. In they, the hold on, hold on, hold on. They told them. I, I don't know if this is too obscure mm. for your audience, but uh, Thor told them to fuck off to the wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One please, listener would definitely know please. that. I, th- <laughs> you do it better than me, and I was there. Oh, fuck off in the wings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's an in joke. We'll that is an in joke. We'll bring it. We'll bring it back. But we'll bring it back. We'll maybe have the man himself on. Yes. We'll yes, we will. <laughs> Do you listen to us? You're going to come um, on with us. Who? Uh, forgotten his name now. George. George You're going to come George on. You're going to come yeah, on yeah, with yeah. our podcast, George. <laughs> if, even um, if you don't want to, you'll come on. Um, going, back, going back to four, I, I personally feel he was far more goofier in this one, and it works in his favour. Um, yeah, he's. Oh, interesting. He's, he's, he's I love that he's just delve into this. You know, in like sitcoms where like you got characters like Joey who start off quite like benevolent and they're quite. Not, Joey's not Joey in Friends is not bene- 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 benevolent. Benevolent, yeah, yeah. He's, but he's he's, 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 he's quite. He's, yeah, he's just you know. Yeah. He's, he's he knows what he wants to do in life and whatever you know. But yes. they get dumber and dumber as like the series goes yeah, on, and yeah. they become far more lovable. Yes, that's yeah. how I felt with Thor. Well, that's the thing. Cause I've, Sorry, Thor was a dull character in the first two movies and the first few Avengers films. Is that, that's awesome. your personal opinion. That's my personal opinion. I, I, I think he is. That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> because I, did, I he didn't have he was the straight man of the, of the group, and I I didn't think he was that can sometimes work off other characters quite well, but I didn't think he really did anything with yeah. him. I didn't feel like they interacted with him in the way that they should have. So because of that, I thought Chris Hemsworth was good. I just didn't feel like his character really came across as it should have. But then we got to uh, Thor 3 Ragnarok, mm. and that's when Titi was like, okay, let's just, just, just change this character. And everyone Hemsworth himself like that. said that. He was like, I was getting yes. a bit bored of Thor, and mm. I want to change mm. it up. And exactly. Taika and felt I, the same way. I remember we went to watch Ragnarok, and the first thing you said to me is like, he's such an oaf. Yeah. yeah. And he is an oaf. He is an oaf. He's the stupid one now. He makes a mess everywhere he goes. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is, you say you think Thor's goofier in this film. I... I don't think he's so less either. Goofier I think he, I think than he was in Ragnarok. I think he's the exact same amount of goofy as he was in the last few appearances of that. Even in uh, maybe not Endgame, but even in Infinity War, mm. he was a little bit goofy. In Ragnarok, mm. he was very goofy, and I think the goofiness levels mm. match in this movie for me. Well, fair enough. I think but he was less goofy than mean, any of those performances. I don't mean goofier as in like as a bad thing at all. No, no, I just, no, no. I just felt it was far, it was just far more cartoonish, but I, I loved it even more. I feel so. that kind of the funniest thing about this film. I'm, I'm going to mention it now because it's just on my mind. But the funniest thing about this film is the direction of this film and the tone feels. It doesn't feel as Watiti as Ragnarok did, and that's not a bad thing at all. I'm just saying 
it felt like there was a bit of a bit of Brana in there as well, weirdly enough. I don't know what yeah, that is. Something that. about Thor's character, something about the, the, yeah. the scale of it, something about Christian Bale as the villain. Mm. It's something there was a bit of Brana in there, and that's fine, because I don't particularly like the first Shakespearean, movie. right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's why the, uh, that's the thing I like. And Thor's character's like that too, because I feel Thor gets the, the serious yeah. moments across. If, if more you in think this about world. the whole dynamic, you're right, it is very Shakespearean. The dynamic <laughs> of like the beginning mm-hmm. and then the end. We'll get to it. That's why I think Bale likes it's, playing it's, this role. It's so yeah. kind of Shakespearean. Mm. And if you, know? you think about it, it is yeah. a tra- it is a tragic comedy. Yes, or is it a, tra- a yeah. tragic uh, dramedy. 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 Yeah. Tra- yeah. Tragedy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has elements of that, yeah. and that's where I think Branagh. Comes and if anything, yeah. like you know, in Shakespeare, like with Romeo and Juliet, you see the prologue, mm-hmm. and that tells you the entire story, sort of thing, and you mm-hmm. start off with. Gore's tragedy, and you kind of know, oh, this is technically a tragedy because we do have, we do suffer losses at the end of the film. Yep, we do. Yeah. We yeah. haven't even discussed that. No, no, we no, no, we will. No, 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 we'll get to but, that. But Atia, how do you personally feel about Thor? I love Thor. I'd, uh, I'll say it for your podcast listeners, in terms of uh, uh, characters in the MCU, there's two characters I like, two different sides of me. I'd say I'm more like I can relate to Thor. You know, I've mm. been lost myself, especially this Ragnarok Thor and this Love and Thunder Thor. It's, mm. it's. Mm very refreshing to just kind of get that and not just have some Rambo kind of dude yeah just and the other yeah. favorite character I have is Captain America I, I really love like <laughs> yeah moral upstanding characters like Superman and Captain America what do you think of Fal- I'm sorry it's a real subject one question quickly for you Atty. what do you think of uh, Falcon as Captain America yeah I love that he's a good upstanding moral character I don't care mm. any about anything else Okay. As long as he's a good dude, then I don't mind. Cool. No, that's yeah. cool. That's good. That's good. Oh, that was just on my mind that moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I know uh, a lot. I know people are kind of up and down on the series of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I didn't realize it's until after. I You weren't keen? I really. Yeah. I love US Agent, but I wasn't yeah. keen on anything else. Oh wow, that says a lot about you, Dylan. <laughs> if anything it shouldn't be it shouldn't be Falcon with Soldier it should have been a Winter um, Captain just, America just Captain Soldier. America or Falcon because Winter yeah. Soldier was barely I would say he's barely in it but he's he's not he's, focused on no he, and also like the consequences of his of his of his actions and his doings and events in the, in the series didn't really impact that much and also he just shows up at the end Yes, he just yeah. shows up at the end yeah. in the final episode. But you yeah. know, that's yeah. anyways. That's a, uh, that's, a story that's another but spoiler. But special. We should yeah. do at some point. I think we should do like a maybe with you as well. Actually, we should do like a Marvel roundup of like the last few years or something. Like yeah, know. it's been a bit uh, up and because uh, we really barely talked about Marvel on the podcast. Yeah. Really, we did we did record a Phase One review, but that just that didn't turn yeah. out. Yeah, really Phase Four. So we're not going to do that one. Fa- no. Phase Four's kind of been just a little bit up been and down all over the place. Uh, up and down for me. There's been peaks and valleys. But I mm. think that's that, that's how it was when it first started as well. When Phase One, there was peaks and valleys. Mm. Is this your favorite movie from Phase Four? Uh, I'd say so. Yeah, probably. Oh, I mean, it's okay. too early to say because of, like, I've only just watched it. But yeah. Thor is one of my homeboys, so mm. <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta roll with the homeboy. Yeah. yeah. If anything, but like with Phase Four, though, in my personal opinion, like I think you know, I, I keep saying it's the Silver Age of the MCU mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then if, if Phase Four is acting like a Phase One. Then I think they can be adventurous in terms of style and stuff, especially with what well, they're doing it with the TV shows. Well, especially with Wonder Vision, yeah, uh, and Moon Knight specifically. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah. you know, I think Marvel got loads of room to experiment. But then they're going to not play it safe, but they're really going to knuckle down in Phase Five, whatever but that's going to be. The funny thing for me with these TV shows on Disney Plus, it's like the only one that I can really feel. Um, leading to any of the stuff that's going to play out over the next couple phases is the Loki show. Yeah. yeah. That's the, the only Loki's one that really... the only one. Yeah. yeah. Hawk, I, Hawkeye's, I think Hawkeye's building up to a, to a ground level yeah. espionage oh, plot. Actually, thing. on a good, a good connection, uh, Riyad asked me what I liked about Thor in this. Mm. Uh, 
we discussed this as soon as the film ended. Uh, it, it doesn't expand the MCU or lead mm. to any other thing. It's just a good personal story about Thor, which like Hawkeye yeah. was a personal story about Hawkeye. Yes. I, I kind of yeah. just want my heroes yeah. to go on a journey and reach a good point or a bad point. Mm. It doesn't matter as long yeah. as they get somewhere. Yeah. No, mm. that's, that's, and that's what thing. this was. But I think that's why we're spoiled as fans, though, because mm. we're expecting so much. Because we had yeah. Endgame. We want yes. that sort of impact again. Mm. But apparently Kevin Feige says the, the big bad thanos level type of threat is going to be revealed soon apparently i, I don't want it to be I mean, everybody thought in loki would be mephisto or in stuff <laughs> oh, like that. you know what the problem is mephisto, mephisto is not really a how does he work mephisto he's not really a villain mephisto is, really? is like one of the many versions of the devil that are in the mcu there's a lot of yeah. versions he's a demon yeah. basically yeah yeah because because uh, obviously I, I know obviously i'm sure galactus is going to be the big Big, bro. but I don't no, want I don't him to be so, next. But no, I don't think he's gonna be. Galactus. I think he's too big. Yeah. What? What do you mean? You so? I don't think he's gonna be Galactus. I think uh, there are theories out there. There's a lot of these YouTube channels that theorize and they pull from things. I try not to pay too much attention because you get let down if it's not that. Yeah. These people do really good fucking theory videos, and you're like, oh, mm. this would be fucking cool if it happened. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, then you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Mm. So I don't do that. I don't remember you said that to me, Riyadh. You were like, yeah. But yeah. but my pick for the next big. Thanos level villain. I want it to be Doctor Doom. Yeah, I was going to say Doctor Doom. Next. I well, really if you're setting up the Fantastic Four, then why not? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Have I him, th- have him be in. I don't want him as the main villain in the Fantastic Four yeah. film coming mm. out. I want him to be in it though. Have Victor Von Doom appear. Yeah, yeah. sure. I think it's but leading to. I think it's leading to. And I don't think... make him look like a fucking sex doll again. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. I, I've never seen Fan Forty. You don't need to. <laughs> we'll watch it one day. One day, and then we'll review it on here. But yeah, yeah. yeah I um, think it's it's leading to like Secret Wars, right? That's that's what people think. So, and Doom is the big villain of Secret Wars. We're getting Secret, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion well. in uh, which is Disney Plus film yeah, for some reason. Yeah, they nearly finished that. They're filming it over here in London. So. I think we're going to get something about that. Very Be nice soon. to see what Fury's yeah. up to these days. Yeah, yeah, Fury. Um, Fury. That's the use of this movie. Dan, sorry, p- yes. Let's sorry. Back to Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, um, um, your, your opinion on Thor? Yes. No, I, I, like I said, I think he gets that. Again, we were talking about the goofiness of him. We talked about the, that that kind of naivety he's gained since he's become since since Ragnarok. Uh, but what I like about this one. Uh, in Ragnarok, he's great, but the only thing I'll say about Ragnarok, I felt he was occasionally a little too stupid. Mm. Occasionally, mm. I just thought he can have a serious moment. You don't have to be funny all the time. And I felt that's this film did it perfectly. Is it blended the drama and the comedy perfectly? I felt mm-hmm. I was I laughed, but also I felt for him, and I felt he got the, the moments blended together well. I didn't feel like it was two inconsistent characters or anything. I felt his personality felt all like one. He was nice. funny when he needed to be. He was dramatic when he needed to be. Yeah, yeah. So I thought he was great. And there were some good dramatic moments in here. Especially they really between were. him and Jane. And at the end with Christian Bale as well. It was great. There, there's yeah. some really good acting from Chris Hemsworth in this movie. Some yeah. really good acting from yeah. him. Some of the some of his best acting as Thor, I think. There's a scene in the... You know, Riyadh sat next to me and watched me tear up. <laughs> uh, it wasn't as bad this time around as it was when we saw Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. But there's a scene, oh. there's a scene in the in the in the hospital when Jane oh. is succumbing to her cancer again, oh. and he goes and he talks to her and he's like, he's like, I love you, I've always loved you, and it's just kind of like, you know, anyone who's ever loved and lost, they 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 get it, bro, they get mm. it, and it, it, it and you feel it, even yeah. though even though I and didn't feel anything for Jane Foster in the previous movies, yeah. even though it still feels like there's been a journey for them, yeah. Yeah. and if anything, actually, it's tying it's tying it nicely to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, Peter Quill's mum goes through that same fate, mm. and I thought that was like a nice echo for like anybody who hasn't actually experienced that sort of 
yeah. loss or a situation in their lives before. Mm. Like, so you may not have experienced what Jane's going through, but you have seen it through the eyes of Peter Quill. Yes. Mm. In a way. In, in a, I never thought about it. I never thought about that. I, I saw it and it. I was like, oh, if Peter Quill was here, he would have given a good pep talk to the yeah, He was here. He left. He fucked off yeah, the weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he fucked off the weeks. Because, yeah, because um, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think about that. And that was just a prologue. Mm. This was like a main plot point. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that. I Let's talk about Jane, Jodie Foster. Jane Foster. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Jane yeah. Jodie Fonda. Yeah. Um, let's discuss let's her because this is, she's back. This is her mm. first appearance in the MCU since right, uh, since uh, Thor 2. So like nearly, nearly a decade since she last yeah. did it. Yeah. Jesus and, Christ, time is... And I won't lie, uh, I've said I've said this a few minutes ago, my opinion on Jane Foster for the first two movies, I, I did not like her character. I, li- I thought Natalie Portman did the best with what she was given but she just she had no character to me personally i know that's mm. a lot of people disagree with that because a lot of people like jane a lot of people think she's really good i just felt nothing for her i thought the romance between her and thor was pretty forced i didn't once feel any chemistry forced. between them forced this is a good day she'll start playing the game now like, okay we've done, we've done three now we've done three um it's gonna be like the goat joke it's just gonna go on and on yeah. and off. the goak the goat joke yeah the goak yeah, so the, the, the goat joke, goat. The goat joke. Oh, yeah. oh, he's such a goat. Very, funny, very <laughs> funny. But yeah, no, I, I, I was never a fan of her character. But when I heard she was coming back for this film, I thought, okay, Taika Waititi writing at her and directing her, that could make mm. a good. It character. took some convincing, apparently, yeah. from Taika for um for Nasi to come back. Actually, mm. oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. And there's that funny story about. He asked her to be in his new Star Wars film, and she he actually forgot that she was, <laughs> that she was already. Yeah, that's quite awkward. But yeah, yeah, it's that's funny. quite funny. Yeah, um, for me, I I felt far more connected with Jane. Um, mm-hmm. it, was, it was it was it was any. I mean, Natalie Portman's my bae. I mean, I've always liked. I've always loved her. I've always thought she was not um, the best actor until. But then I saw her in Jackie what? and Annihilation, and she's phenomenal. What about, what about Black Swan? Black Swan. And she's good. Yeah, she's great in that. Yeah. Won an Oscar for that film. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> she's one of my good. favorite films yeah. of all time. That I don't think it's as good as Jackie or Annihilation. Though. She's great in Closer. You need to watch that. Jackie, that's where she plays Jackie Kennedy, Jackie right? Kennedy, I need yeah, to watch yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's um, cool. I felt far more connected with her than, like you said, the, the previous two films. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because in the first two movies she was just a love interest. But it is literally one. because it is just Thor and Jane, obviously with supports characters as well. But then Jane has got to play off of Darcy and um, yeah. Doctor, what's it, Skelch? Doctor Skarsgård. Doctor Yeah, Doctor Skarsgård. Doctor Skarsgård, yeah. The actor, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, and I felt like, because obviously... Doctor Stellan Skarsgård. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I just felt that she had to play off of that, and that was, they tried to focus on her character being built around the whole science aspect of it, where yeah. it was supposed to be more about her and Thor. Obviously, this is the complete opposite. This is actually like... It's still it, there, it, but it's just touched upon. Yeah, this. Yes, of yeah. Course, yes. Over, overall, I thought, yeah, I really connected with Jane a lot. That's all I can say, really. Yeah, I, I, I liked her a ton more than I did in previous two films. Mm. I really did. I, I felt like there was an actual character there this time, yeah. which I liked. And Natalie Portman's I, performance was better, but I think that's yeah. a script thing. I, I didn't think, think the was... catchphrase joke didn't really land as much as what Taika wanted it to. No. <laughs> Eat my hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It pays off in the end, but like before when she's trying it and stuff. But I like that he's given her that sense of humor though. Yeah. It gives her something. Because like I said, mm. Natalie Portman, because not only did Natalie Portman have to act bland in those films because her character was bland, but she also had to act alongside bland Thor as well. Mm. So you had two really dull rocks having to forcefully yeah. be romantic together. Yeah. And that's why I like seeing this the scene between them on the on the boat later on when they're travelling to mm. Gore's planet 
which by the way results in one of the funniest payoffs ever with the small planet <laughs> that is one of the funniest jokes in the movie and I will never forget it that's a stunning sequence yeah. that's overall. a beautiful yeah. sequence we'll go on to that in a bit because yeah. that, that was we have to have, have a whole did you, did you notice the, um, the cocktail reference cocktail yeah on the yeah, bar on the, the bar fucking... they've got cocktails and dreams from the film cocktail from the tom cruise film oh really i didn't yeah, notice that yeah, yeah. oh that's How clever it's great yeah. oh that's great that's great <laughs> but i just loved the scene between the two of them on the boat because again i felt there was a something there this time because there's better mm. they're better versions of the two characters that they've already played and i yeah. felt there was a real romance there so and i loved i love that the love aspect in this film is done really really well yeah. actually yeah i mean and my last point about jane as well like i felt the scene you know between thor and when she's in when she's in the bed and hospital yeah. that scene was not from her point of view wasn't scripted mm. it, she was just giving it everything for that mm. scene like she was just improvising mm. and you can really feel it yes and it yes. felt more honest than it would be and i think that, i agree that, that's why i wanted to just mention in the beginning that i feel like i'm happy that taika trusts his actors to mm. deal with the material because they're both all of them are all capable of like improvising their way through this whether mm. it be comedy or tragedy or anything like that it it sells and she sold it for me when she was in that bed so yeah that's my they, they wrote a really fine line this movie between that heavy stuff with her and all the other humorous aspects of the movie mm. it's a fine line I think they pulled it off pretty well I've, yeah. I've had some reactions say maybe there's a little too yeah. much humor in this but I thought it was yeah. good balance and sometimes there would be di times of dialogue when there would be like literally a joke and then it'll be onto a serious matter and then a slight little in joke to mm. continue on the but with TT manages to do that really well for some yeah because yeah. I've seen I've seen movies like that where there'll be a dramatic moment and then two seconds later we'll be serious we'll be, we'll be into into comedy we'll be into humor and it just doesn't work it's mm. just so it's too disjointed but tt just blends it perfectly i don't know how he does it i don't know how he does it yeah, yeah. Uh, and another thing i liked about having jane in the movie was that it creates a really fun love there's a love square in the film actually because you've got jane you've got thor but you've also got mjolnir yeah. you've also got <laughs> stormbreaker up, man. yeah Thor is and, in love with his hammer. Yes, <laughs> and he actually they give they give Stormbreaker a personality in this yeah. film basically, and it's so it one of my favorite aspects. It, it's of the weird film, though because I kind of see Stormbreaker as the sleek, tall, slender model, mm -hmm. but whereas like you forget, Mjolnir is like the short, wholesome person, <laughs> kind of like that was like everything was all, all the pieces were together when it were when they were together you, you forget yeah, though yeah. that stormbreaker is made out of some of group so that's <laughs> oh that, yeah that, that is still in a, a teenage group that is well. a growing yes. that's a growing child that one yeah, yeah. growing child get it, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so all the teen hormones are still <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't as down on jane as maybe you two were in the first thor film i i didn't my, I know a lot of common criticism for that film for the first Thor is that the chemistry is not all that great but I didn't mind it I don't know maybe it's just me I was like it's alright but I also couldn't bear Thor's eyebrows in that uh, film fuck his eyebrows Kevin yeah, Feige's but, biggest regret yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but I have to say now that now that I've noticed it, yeah, but, it's really off for But now Thor's beard in some shots is just black. Yeah. So yes, it's it just, is. It's yeah. really bizarre, but, you know, it looks better on him. So. Yes, it yeah. does, yeah. But they, they do, got onto I that very quickly. I do prefer his old haircut in Ragnarok, though, to be fair. I do, too. That's not... Yes. Look, man, he, I know. he doesn't, in, he doesn't even like more. that himself. He's like, please, don't cut my hair. You know? <laughs> my favourite design is, yeah, my Ragnarok, favorite Infinity cameo War. as well. Mm. Yes, yeah. that's good, that. That's good, I like Jane in this movie. Um... If you don't mind me saying, I, yeah. I I like Jane in this movie more more so than in the first one. Uh, I think 
the thing that really brought it home for me was the little montage. Have we talked about the montage of them and their relationship? Oh, that yes. is so great. Yeah. Yes, that is. That fun. retroactively made it work for me. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was shot exactly like at the YouTube uh, videos with um, with Daryl. Yeah. Yes. That was great. It was yeah. Great. It's but a bit where he's where he's like, well, I've been in the lab all day and <laughs> now I've come home. And he's like, yeah, well, I've been home all day. I've, I've been cleaning yeah. all this. <laughs> yes. He gets a phone call from Nick Furry. Nick Furry. And he has to go <laughs> the day. That whole sequence is really, really fun. And I like that. Daryl is canon, right? Because he was, was yeah, he was yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So they actually like because everyone's been saying all this. I mean, it does kind of break continuity a bit because I can't bother to talk about that. But like, <laughs> um, basically, he's in the movie. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. They actually they actually care about Darryl, it. Daryl, an integral player in the MCU. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I was going to say something just then. The only thing I would say a little bit about um, those scenes with Jane and uh, Thor, the montage, is Thor's personalities in that sequence is more in line with his personality now yeah. when it mm. wasn't like that back then. That's yeah. the thing I was saying. And all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that, I was like, no, that Thor from Age yeah. of Ultron, Thor would not have done that. He no. would not have done that. But and the that's the last time he saw it because it was eight years. But then Thor's priorities are different now because he hasn't got Asgard, the old Asgard, he's got mm. new Asgard, which is a far more open space, which I think was... Harder to protect. Yeah. Anything. And now, like you said, he's a bit of a loose cannon. He's a bit of a... Tourist a, destination. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's, yeah. On, he's on a gap here, so he doesn't know what he wants and he's kind of like mm. renewing himself from mm. dead board to god board. Um, <laughs> and he's kind of like discovering this journey of just kind of like, you know, mm. fuck it, I can say anything I want to this girl. I and need that hat. The, the world's strongest Avenger hat he's wearing when he's doing yeah, from yeah, dead yeah. board to god board. <laughs> Let's talk about Christian Bale as gore. Because yes. he was a, one of the biggest headlines of when this this film was casted mm-hmm. yeah. yes and Gore the God Butcher I just remember is, hearing it, I thought that, and I'm going to confirm with it, I'm going to confirm this with Atia Gore the God Butcher is fairly a new character yeah 2012 mm. oh right I didn't realise and not that many that. issues as well no he's in 11 issues and then he's done with and I think he comes back briefly for uh, when that writer wraps up his whole Thor storyline uh, later on two, 2018 or 19 mm. he finishes it Makes an appearance at the end there, so yeah, no. Oh, I wasn't of, aware he was that recent a character. Yeah. Not a lot of gore comics out there in the world. Was he a good character in the comics, or was he someone not? No, interesting. As interesting as he is in this movie, uh, mm. there's a lot. M- he's in the comics. We'll say mm. this about Christian Bale. He's not in the movie as much as I would have liked. Yes, mm. no, but every no. scene he's in, he does make it. He does mm. make his presence felt. Gore is a lot more in the comics, so. You know, mm. I, that's the thing about I, gore. I would have yeah. said like I wish the film would have been about another ten minutes longer just yeah. to explore a bit of mm. gore a bit more in the second act of the movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Fir- he's kind of absent for a lot of the second act. Really, yeah, he, a couple yeah, of scenes with him. Really, he's in the opening act and the final mm. act. That that's scene with him when more. he's uh, with the children—that's phenomenal. Oh man. my gosh, that is just such. I mean, Christian Bale loves playing this character. I can just tell. Yeah. He is into this role. And he's perfect he's for it. He's doing every tick. Usually I find it annoying when actors do these just over-the-top ticks, but he makes it work for me. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so do I. I usually really hate Well, Jared Leto has made a career out of it. But yeah. I think Christian Bale actually <laughs> manages to, to do it with a lot of respect and you creativity. You want to be? What are you saying about me? Hugga, hugga. <laughs> Oh, hold on. What is what is the line? He goes. Uh, she goes. Uh, oh, you wanna get with this big hunk, hunk? You wanna you you you. I'm gonna uh, you you get with this beautiful. He pauses. He goise. goes. Get with this beautiful hunk, hunk. 
<laughs> and you can't, nobody can see me doing that, but I'm doing this stupid yeah, acting movement that nobody ha- does. Arms back and forth. I love it. Yeah. No, uh, don't, don't. It's giving me flashbacks. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, let's talk about a good actor. Chris yeah, let's talk about a good actor. <laughs> so yes. No, no, no. Um, no, 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 no. We like this. Yeah, I, I again, uh, going back to what I was saying about um, Taika Waititi was a bit worried about he was going to be too methody. Mm. I think Christian had so much fun. This yeah. was a holiday. This was a holiday for him. Yeah, yeah, I bet he did. And I want, I but re- he was still doing his thing, though. He, he wasn't yeah. having to act out of his comfort zone. This is a it. Christian Bale character, mm. and it works really well. It's still He's a Shakespearean villain, which I really, really like. He's got mm. that tragic element to him. He has that sophisticated dialogue. It, it, it really, yeah. But it really works, and it offsets when we, really well. When we say it's a holiday for him, he's not phoning it in. He's still doing it to the no. absolute best of his ability, but... It's lighter material than well, maybe not. Yeah, but it's, it's you know. Even though say, his dialogue wasn't yeah. that his dialogue wasn't that like I don't know complex as if like the Heath Ledger. It wasn't like so no. much like a like it's a not layered. An, yeah. It's all yeah. It wasn't like an enigma. But it's that way he says it. Mm. It's that he says it with that elegance yeah. that a lot of Marvel villains maybe yeah. don't have. But he's not actually playing it just like t- like straight face. He's having he's he's putting on weird voices sometimes, which I yeah. love. Yeah, like he was just saying yeah. about the scene with the his, children. The that was fucking the, phenomenal. The, um, he, the way that he moves his face because he's kind of like doing that weird. I know this is a podcast. It's rubbery face. It's like a kind of like a ah, yeah yeah. You're using all the all muscles the in your face. You see all the teeth. Yeah, it's reminds me like, a bit of Joaquin Phoenix in Gladiator. You know, with that oh, yeah, expressive, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, reminds me a bit of that, but mm. but but better because yeah. I think Wacky Feet's a bit too over the top in that. Film, but I but still yeah. felt the same sort of intimidation I got from in American Psycho. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those years ago, American Psycho mm. was a bit more below the surface than mm. it was. Uh, yeah, un- until he killed the person. Yeah, I would yeah. say with that he has it's all in the stillness. With this, it's a bit more. Yeah. Of the kind of the small movements he does, and then all of a sudden he goes like ah, and yeah. he kind of just and that's good. He's unpredictable. You don't know if you feel safe around him, and that's mm. how the characters feel, I imagine. So yes, yeah. uh, specifically with the kids, especially when he yeah. decapitates that weird caterpillar thing. Oh, I love that. Bit. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the uh, there's fight scenes in this movie, uh, obviously, but um, <laughs> Thor, the way Thor fights and the way Gore fights. It's so different, but it's a good mesh in their styles. Like he Thor is like a blunt instrument. He's just gonna go in and yeah, he's brute force. fuck you up, you know, yeah. like Mike Tyson or something. He Christian Bale's kind of slithering all over the place. He's like a snake. Walk. Yeah, he's like but a snake. But I think that plays into the the physique because look, I mean, Christian Bale is like not not say he's like so skinny. He's but not. He's not Batman. In this yeah, he's movie. not. No, no, no. But I will say I did think Gore as a character. I think he could have been fleshed out a little more. That opening sequence was great, mm. and it fleshed out enough of his motivation to make me care about him. Mm-hmm. But I just felt he just needed a few. I think he just needs. Do you know what? I think it all stems down to. I think he just needed to be in the movie more. Yeah. I think a bit more ten. That second ten, act, ten, ten minutes more. Yeah. I think even yeah, maybe even more than that. Mm. Like I don't know. Ten minutes is a lot, bro. Yeah. Ten mm. minutes is a lot. You know, you, it seems like yeah. It's in not terms of like screen time, yeah, yeah that's mm. true. I just think he could have just done with a bit more time and maybe just a little bit more fleshing out of why he's doing what he's doing, what he thinks of the main characters, and maybe just get us to just on board with the main characters to hate, to, to, to want, you know, for them to win against him, you know? Mm. I just didn't feel quite as much as I did against, you know, I don't know, uh, the last Thor villain was Hela, and yes, a completely different sort of villain, you, entirely you can, different. You can sympathise with Gore, though, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's the th- yeah. that's the difference, because when, when he- Hela is just a maniac. Yeah. Well, when we get to the yes. end, you know, he does, you know, spoilers, but mm. he does make the right decision in the end of the movie, he Gore does. does. Mm. And, and he comes about it in a very natural way as well, yeah. which is yeah. great. I like that. I don't like it when uh, 
characters do that, especially villains. Nowadays, villains can't just be evil. They've always got to have a reason to be evil. Still a decent enough villain, though. Yeah. He's one of the be- He's one of the good villains. I wouldn't say he's one of the best villains, yeah. but he's one of the good villains. I agree. I know a lot of people yes. had beforehand were like, oh, he's one of the best tested villains in mm. the MCU in front of an audience, test audience. And mm. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's not better than Thanos, I think, you no, know. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like a lot of people, like for me, the best villains, you've got Thanos, Hela. Um, I'm surprised with this whole Hela thing, but, you know, we spoke about this before. I, what do you mean? Like, like you prefer Hela over... Thor. I just think, I, because like I, I, I just love... It's because she's sexy. She is. <laughs> but the thing with Hela is I just I just think she's a simple villain, a simple motive, and she just feels like there's so much... It feels like a bit more of a dynamic between her and Thor, mm. especially with them being siblings and stuff or whatever. But, like, Not I just... Canon. <laughs> and I just don't. I, uh, Gore's gr- good. I just, I just think Hella was more enjoy. Also, I like enjoyable villains that are just because she didn't really have a much of a motive to be evil. And I like nice. that. It's a bit refreshing because, like we were just saying about the whole villains have got to have this kind mm. of this empathetic, 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 empathetic element. Yeah. You just, yeah. And I was like, I don't always want that. I like a villain to be evil sometimes because then I, I like to just hate someone, you know? I don't want to hate someone and then feel bad for it sometimes, you know? Yeah, I get you. And that's why I like that character. That, that can be um, done well. Like it, it can be done in, well, yeah. Like it was done in Ragnarok, but on yeah. the other end, on another Thor movie, I don't think Malekith kind of had, oh, God. had, any, of, had any of that going on, you know? Malekith didn't have anything going on, yeah, apart from yeah. his ponytail. That's even, the only thing I remember about Even him. Christopher Eccleston didn't have... Anything no. going on for Malekith? He had no passion for it. No, no, no. he did. No, no. But then that, that script, fuck that script. But um, <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. Gore the God Butcher was an interesting villain who I definitely was engaged, very engaged by from the performance side of things and the design as well. Yeah, really creepy design. I mean, like, wow. I mean, this is a twelve-plus Marvel film or whatever. I mean, this is, you know, well, this this movie crazy. Kind of- introduced well kind of reminded us of loads of um ideas that taika tried in the in ragnarok but then just kind of like like multiplied that like the mm. fact there's orgies like mentioned ag- yes. mentioned again. mentioned and not seen yeah <laughs> yes mean, there's a lot of um quite a bit of cussing in this as well lots there of is. shits yeah, yeah a few, of, few of, shits in there usually of, there's like one or two yeah there's a lot of shits in there yeah um Thor's yeah. butt it's a good book. Yeah, for those She's of you bad. who uh, didn't go and see the movie, but are just listening to the spoilers, you, you do see Thor's butt, so mm-hmm. maybe now that'll make you want to go see the movie. Properly, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You may want to... Yeah, you might yeah. go and see it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've never seen a Marvel film in your life, but just yeah. now yeah. we'll see you it. just want to see Chris Hemsworth's <laughs> bare ass? Speaking of uh, Thor's butt, um, is when he's... Uh, I, I want to talk about the sporting characters, because when we see Thor's butt, it's, it's, during. it's during the scene with... Russell Crowe. Yeah, because yeah, the whole the whole sort of point of the story is that they want to, in order to get these children back, because they they find Gore to be quite a formidable foe in the first mm. encounter. So they try to they think, oh, we can get an army together, you know, uh, again. So they decide to like go and recruit an army. That's always, at, that's always Thor's re- resolute. Um, Oh, it's always we'll raise an army. Raise an army. We're going to recruit a team. team. We're going to have a revengers. The I'm, revengers. I'm, I'm assembling a team. <laughs> they're a great team. They're going to come and get you. It's going to be fine. <laughs> no, you're a great team member. For I, I love team when, leader. I love when <laughs> Axel told him, "I'll oh, just go away." <laughs> yeah, Axel, of course. Yeah, oh, well, good. We get, I'm glad we get into supporting characters. I've got yeah. a lot to say about it. Um, let's, um, talk, let's talk about um, Russell Crowe. 
Yeah. As Zeus. As yeah. Zeus. Because in, the first place they go to to uh, try and recruit an army is... Omnipotence City. Yes, Omnipotence City. Mistakenly yes. earlier, I thought it was Olympus because Zeus, Olympus makes sense. But Omnip- exactly, that's what I thought. Omnipotence City. Is, is there an Olympus in the, in the Marvel Universe? Yeah, I think so. I think the design's quite accurate as well. Mm, yeah. What they showed. Yeah. Yeah, Zeus is in this movie, and I could not stop laughing and putting my hands <laughs> in my face. Russell Crowe. Not in a bad just... way. Not in a bad way, but like just... Can one of you do the accent? I can't. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm no. gonna try. Uh, what's the line he says about the space? space. Yes. Uh, would you come to the? What's what's the fucking? Oh. What's, what, what does he call it? The stitch. Yeah. Why don't you come down to the stage and uh, explain you... your uh, <laughs> explain your motives? And Thor's so, like, yeah. oh, you want me to go go down there? And and he's like, yes, the place that very much looks and resembles <laughs> a stage. And. <laughs> That's so one that, of the biggest laughs in the film. That, yeah, that I could not... I, I had to bury my... Yeah. I had to bury my face into my hands from laughing. <laughs> I, I wanted more Zeus. Yeah. He was yeah. great. It Zeus, was absolutely great. Zeus is an over-the-top cheese ball in this movie, and I fucking love it. I love it, it that he's, mm-hmm. he's the total opposite of Thor. He's got a dad bod, but he's armor-plated with abs Just, on it. Yeah, eight, with actual Eight-pack eight eight pack yeah. abs. And he's got, mm-hmm. like... 10 honeys around him yeah yes it's, it's, it's great and russell crowe is so perfectly cast it's absolutely brilliant yeah, i, I yeah. loved i loved every scene he was in and it the, was just the little bit when he uh when he steps away from his perch to come down he does a little stand it's aside just a simple thing, yeah he's yeah. just a little turn yeah. and then he, and then he lifts his his, his, his um tennis he, skirt something is it tunic his yeah. tunic yeah. he lifts his tunic up very slightly <laughs> and then walks down elegantly it's like yeah. it's a great and character you, and, man. You just, and you can just hear taiko just go uh, Russell, can we get a, a bit a of bigger, uh, bigger, Russell. Get a bit bigger and a bit more campier, a bit more footloose, mate. <laughs> a little bit more footloose, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can just hear it, can't you? Yeah, it's great, and it's absolutely great, and, and it does it does result in, a, and then there's a really big fight scene after that. Yeah. Because it turns out that Zeus is actually a bit of a coward. He's scared of Gore. He's, mm. He admits to Thor very close when they have no conversation, and Thor's just like, mm-hmm. "Well, fine, if you're not going to come and help us with this whole fit, with this whole deal." Give us your lightning bolt, because Zeus's weapon is this lightning bolt. And but I don't know why, by the way. So it's a really random thing. I adore that lightning bolt. Weapon. Yeah, it was. I fun. don't know what it is. It look. I remember seeing it in the trailer, thinking, "What is that?" It, it looks, looks so, so fake cool. and cheesy. Yeah, but it works. It, 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 works. it looks so Flash Gordon as yeah. what Tycho so would go Flash for. Gordon, yeah. and it looks. Oh, I just love it. I don't know why I love it. I did. And it's because it's a physical thing. They're holding it. Yeah, yeah see, in the trailer, yeah. I wasn't too. sure if it was physical or not. In the trailer, I kept thinking, is it like a CG thing? But it's a real A thing. lot of the CG that's in the trailer looks way better in this. The the thing I always said to Riyadh leading up to this movie was, why didn't they just make Thor an actual helmet to wear when he's going, Jane? And, oh, yeah. And it actually looks... <laughs> that was a, perfect, by the way. <laughs> Jane? I'm just like... Jane? It looks way better in this. It looks mm. it looks physical. I, I I think Dan, you mentioned to me that it, it actually wasn't, but it looks no, I good. think it was like a motion capture prop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. but it looks big again. again it mm. looks really good now. It looks much yeah. better. Oh. Um, I'm gonna compile these characters: um, Valkyrie and Korg. Yeah, Va- Valkyrie's. Gr- I really liked Valkyrie in this yeah. film. I've heard I've heard some reviewers say that she's underutilized. It's like, no, she's used fine. I, 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 I think she's a little underutilized actually. Yeah. Really? I think because she was good, I wanted more of her. I could have okay. used a tad more Valkyrie in this. I feel yeah. like uh, there, there, there was a me- they mentioned something before that she was gonna find her queen in this movie, but mm. there was no sign of that. I'd have liked more of her being the king of Asgard, a little bit more of that because that was yeah. that was very glanced over. Yeah, because I, I kind of like, like I wanted to see how like Asgard would be like, you know, a bit like Wakanda. You know, and say, oh, mm. so are you gonna be having a Starbucks or something? You know, that's a that type of line. Starbucks, oh. yes. because you know. 
got the they made the goat ship thing with the cocktails and dreams. So clearly, they've been uh, New Asgard would be like influenced by like pop culture and stuff. They so have I, they have a, a an ice cream store. I wanted there to be a Baskin and Robbins like there was Ant Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would oh. have liked a bit more to see how she actually runs New Asgard because yeah. I'd like to see what's the difference yeah. between how New Asgard was then yeah. and how it is now the, the it's more of a tourist destination yeah the invoice yeah. joke maybe had maybe giggle you know just like <laughs> she goes into the ceiling and goes, uh i'm gonna send you an invoice for that yeah. mm-hmm. it's like she's stressed about all the things again destroyed yeah yeah <laughs> and she's an old spice commercial which was funny as well yeah, yeah. can we uh when we get when we finish with korg we need to talk about two characters that we can relate to especially mm. Uh, Luke Hemsworth and Matt Damon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of oh, course. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Let's do Korg first. All right, Korg. Korg is just Korg. Yeah. yeah. He's great. Korg, he's good. Korg has not had any character development since Ragnarok. He, Korg yeah. is Korg. We do find out. It's that just Taika Waititi we, playing himself, really. We yeah. do find out a bit about way. how he was born. His two dads, they held hands over a volcano for like, what, three days or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Korg was born. And he does a similar thing at the end of this. He finds a guy called Dwayne. Dwayne. Yep. Who <laughs> looks like. With a mustache. Who looks just like him, but with a mustache. Like a 70s porn stache. Like a Pringles mustache. Yeah. Although yeah. I won't lie, I won't lie to you. I think Korg looks really creepy close up. I don't like his face. <laughs> his face really creeps me out close up. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I liked I liked in Ragnarok when they kept a bit of distance, I think. Mm. I don't know what it was. Yeah. It's the personal in, in Ragnarok, though. you can barely see his eyes because they kind of blend in with his rocks anyway. Yeah, this yeah. one really see his eyes. I'm like, oh, no, I, I don't like it. I would have liked if they found a way to shoehorn in peace off ghost in, into this movie. Peace off ghost. Peace yeah. off ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we, we see him. We see when... Um, Oh yeah, and because uh, Heimdall's son is also in this film as a supporting Axel, yeah. Axel, uh, who I was not a fan of, I'm afraid. You didn't I'm like sorry. him? No, I, I, I down like... down to the performance. I think I know he's a young mm. actor and everything, but I just I was aware he was acting. I liked the, the bit where he yeah. told Thor to just go away. I was just like, because <laughs> yeah. Thor was contributing nothing to the whole ideas and plans. Oh, just go away. I, I love it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and, and it's nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like that they're continuing that character a bit because obviously mm. we haven't seen him since. God, uh, uh, Infinity War. Did Heim? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, Infinity War is yeah. when he died. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. Was he in Infinity War? Yeah, yeah right at the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. He's the he one who does. Sends, yes. He's the one who sends Hulk and the Bifrost to Earth, and he goes, "Thanos yeah. is coming." Yeah. Yes, you're right. He does. Silver yeah. Surfer's original role in the oh. in, in the Infinity Gauntlet comic book. Oh yes, I, even I knew that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But that was when Fox was uh, still Fox. Yes. <laughs> when it, when it still yeah, they existed. were fan force sticking all over the place. Fan boxing. Yes. They did make Logan though as well. So they did do yeah. Logan. True. They can um, be good. Cool. So Matt Damon and uh, Luke Hemsworth. So I no, knew Luke Hemsworth was going to be back. I, I didn't know Matt Damon would be. No. I don't think we're going to go too much into it. But okay. No. So there's a. <laughs> let me talk about this. Go on. There's a bit. The, there's a bit of the towards the beginning of the film where they do something similar to Ragnarok, where they're recapturing the events from the previous film. But the bit that I want to talk about is when. All the children. Gore, Gore captures all the children of New Asgard and takes them away. And everyone is panicking in the city hall and, and Valkyrie's trying to round everyone up and get the panic to die down and ensure them that they're going to go and get them back. But everyone is panicking and Matt Damon and Luke Hemsworth, whose characters tragically don't have names in this movie, come up to... So just fake Thor and fake Loki. Yeah, just fake Thor no, and fake Loki. Uh, and Wikipedia is credited as Thor actor. So oh, really? Right. Yeah. Thor actor and Loki actor... Dressed like thespians, <laughs> proper actors come up to Valkyrie while she's in the middle of a hundred things, saying, "Oh, should we construct a play around this scenario?" Uh, and and Valkyrie's like, "No, we're kind of in the middle of something." And then they're walking off, discussing exactly. And I, 
like what kind of play and how they want to set the stage for the show of yep. Gore kidnapping the children. They're already constructing their next big show. And I was, I just looked at Riyadh and I was yeah. like, and they actually doing, gave them an additional scene. Yeah, yeah. and they're them. doing it in that like fifteen out of ten effort for accent wise. It's kind of like, ooh, we need to go and do this. Yes, yes. Let's, like, let's set the stage night time. Let's set the stage <laughs> night time and uh, <laughs> night a wash of uh, and. and I, I was like, in my head, I was like, fuck relating to Thor and yeah. Loki and, yeah. and Gore and Valkyrie and any yeah. of them. Me and Riyadh, and you uh, probably use you as well, Dan. Yeah. All we can relate to really is this fake schmucks. These, <laughs> these two thespians <laughs> worried about yeah. their fame in this whole scenario. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I can, yeah. I can. It's happy yeah. to see Sam Neill again as um, Odin. Yeah. Yes. Playing, oh, the yeah. way he <laughs> disappears. And, oh, we, we can mention uh, Melissa McCarthy is in this as Hela. And that's it. That's all we mentioned. That's, that's all we yeah, mentioned. There, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. We mentioned. Yeah. I was yeah. want. I wanted someone a bit better. I wanted someone like I don't know. Julia some, Roberts. No, if anything, oh. someone like Kirsten Dunst, something that from a past Marvel movie. Oh or yeah, something. Like, it really matter. What you mean? Yeah, not Melissa Nicole McCarthy. Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Has or, she been in one of these? Oh my god, Nicole no, Sarah Kidman. Silverman. She would have been perfect with the dark hair and everything. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been funny because Matt funny. Damon. Yes. Fucking Matt Damon. Yeah. I want to kind of round off Thor by kind of asking you guys what was your favourite part or highlights that you kind of feel uh, after one I'll, viewing obviously I'll, I'll lead off with this because mm. uh, there is a few um, I really liked I, I'm I'm going to try and leave some for you guys to say mm. I really liked the beginning when we were introduced to Thor in the battlefield and I just mm. really loved the action scene I was like and he does the Van Damme <laughs> bit yeah, with, that's uh, with the legs yeah. uh, I liked the montage with Jane as I've mentioned a couple times on mm -hmm. this and I liked when they went to the black and white uh, scenario on, on the world and oh that's phenomenal it's really well done yeah. Marvel sometimes isn't so inventive with the way they shoot these films and the way they f like the t colours and stuff in the movies no, not, the cinematography no. but this looked phenomenal and it was great and yeah Yes, true. It was. It, it really added a sense of like again, Watishi is able to to, to to implement his style into this. And yeah. again, and again, when uh, Gormix is uh, when they go and meet Eternity. Oh, we didn't mention anything about that. Eternity. It's all right. Anyway, you've got an hour of content. Gore has to go and make a wish to Eternity, and when they go to Eternity's realm, yes. it's just very beautiful. Reminiscent of uh, the Soul Stone, the Soul Stone the thing, Soul Stone. but just yeah, not not as orange. No, but yeah, yeah. It looked good as well, and I like the depiction of eternity in this yeah. as well. The physical yeah. version of eternity. Nice. Yeah, dude. It, it, this film has a lot of visual variety, which I really like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, TG's good at that. So yeah. I, I mean, it's not I just like grey. Um, mm. Mine is a bit of a vague highlight, but I think my favorite part of the whole thing is the freedom of the of the film. Yeah, it's, it's just good. like yes, Taika directed it and he constructed the story and the screenplay and stuff. But Which, he, well, yeah, because he, did, he yeah. didn't do that on Ragnarok because he didn't write it. Exactly. Mm. But he gave so much freedom as and he was given so much freedom. Like, I, I cannot recall any other Marvel film kind of using every single colour in the rainbow <laughs> yeah. in a movie sort of Infinity thing. Infinity War had a bit of that. Yeah. Thing, yeah. We've even got a proper black and, you know, black and white. Mm. Uh, what, what, what's it called? Monochrome. 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 Yeah. Mm. Then you get to... Um, the Eternity Realm area. Not I that one, the other one, the Olympus place. Oh, uh, omnipotent city. But that's it. Yeah. I think I saw every single color. Yes. I swear yes. to God, you know. Even into their outfits as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I just, I just, oh, I, oh, hold oh, on. Oh. Before we move on, omnipotent city. There's a bow god. 
the the little yes. oh yeah that you know thing. you know the bow the food the the japanese is it korean or yeah, japanese yeah, yeah, food yeah, the bao. Yeah. it's it's just what was that about <laughs> it's, it, you know what bow is right yeah it's, yeah yeah, yeah. What? but why was that there yeah, yeah why that, was it there that threw me for a stump as well and <laughs> yeah the, and that the, was that was like um, a howard the duck moment for me yeah, yeah. it was a bit yeah, <laughs> yeah. was that like, fair it reminded me of what I've, I've got to be honest. I was like, that's like a bit of the Lego movie or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah in that animation style. Yeah, well. in, that, in that kind of cutting frames trade. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Mi- mixture with the um, you know that short that Pixar short film bow. Umbrella. That umbrella. Oh, umbrella. Oh, how I thought it the bow because of... yeah, how it kind of like melds in between live action but with and these... animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, yeah. that. The blue umbrella. Yeah, I like that the, um, yeah. yeah, for me, yeah, the sense of freedom that Marvel gave to Taika Waititi, to, you know, trust entrusted him to do. Yes, he did. Um, and you know you can see why Disney would be so excited to work on work on a Star Wars project with him. I don't Can't think he's going to get the freedom to. No, no, he won't. I was telling Riyadh earlier the, uh, before you joined us, Dan. Mm. Star Wars fans, sorry to go off on any Star Wars fans out there. Y'all are just like the most toxic dudes in the world. Yeah. You know, you know, yes, like, we are. Why, why, <laughs> yeah. no, no, come on. No, yeah, but are you, I know. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. No, no, Would no, you no. not want to see Taika's version of what Star Wars would look like? Off the rails, though, not like no, or no, on his rails, not on Kathleen Kennedy's rails, no. or what George Lucas did but seventy Tyker's years ago. Tyker's on the same bandwagon as me, and I'm glad he's talking about it quite openly. Actually, he wants to do something about new characters. Yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah. Getting he's not. Bit... He said he's not going to make a film about Luke Skywalker's second cousin twice removed. Or something Come on, we've like had no, we've had more than nine. No more legacy now. characters. Dale Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. No more. We want, I want. I want to do our short Star Wars short film. Yeah. yeah, we yeah we yeah. want to do a Star Wars series. Well, we, we want to do like an audio series first, yeah. and then maybe expand we it into a short film. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, actually. yeah. Um, may I may I be a character in your Star Wars? You sound like a Star Wars character. Oh, so well, yeah. there you go. You just got to put me in it, you know. Yes, um, we, we will definitely have you in it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, um, overall for me is the freedom. It's the freedom. It's very vague, but it's it's just I just I like a I like a film where you can just see the filmmaker just be the filmmaker yeah. and just like look just. Fuck it, just just try every, try any, everything. You can tell if this film was on thirty five mil, uh, mil it, it, oh. it would have been so much more stressful. Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, yes, so, yeah, you know, yeah. But um, cool, Dan, yeah. what's your highlight or favorite part of the movie? Um, again, probably um, well, specific scenes. I already mentioned the scene with Thor and and and, and Jane on the boat and how how in depth it felt. But also, I love the Omnipotent City sequence. It's just very real great. as well. That scene, very real, and that's what I like. Mm. And also, the Omnipotent City sequence is just so much fun, and it's just so visually stunning. And there's also mm. little Easter eggs in the background. You see, you see some of the gods from Moon Knight in there and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's cool, man. I really like that. And um, but also, but for me, and more of a highlight, not a specific scene, but just a, just a, a concept in the film. It's just the depth. Of just the emotional depth yeah. of this film because there actually is so much more of it than I thought it would be. Um, I won't lie to you guys, I wasn't too into the first act. Mm. I won't lie, really, until Jane Foster comes in. I wasn't too into the movie. I thought it's fine, it's fine, but I wasn't. Ugh. But then once Jane Foster enters and there's this connection between the two of them, them reminiscing of what they were mm. and how they're trying to come back together. It's personal for you at that point. Very personal, yeah. and and also just the whole concept of Jane's story arc in this, having to overcome. Cancer. She thinks she becomes the reason. You didn't know she becomes... about any of that before the cancer thing. No, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I knew you had an idea of it, Brian. Yeah, I knew. You, I knew. Yeah. I knew. Just, I knew the um, the tale of the comics. See, I didn't really. I knew she became Mighty well, Thor. Well, YouTube channel. Watch that one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I knew how actually, that Comic she does story, become yeah. Mighty Thor because I know a lot of people are all a bit toxic about it, saying, "Oh, Mighty Thor, woman, oh, fuck off." But like, <laughs> I knew this is a thing from the comics. I knew that, so I was like, "Hell yeah!" And she looked. By the way, as Mighty Thor, she looks fucking. Oh, fantastic. she looks great. Yeah. She looks. She put in the brilliant. work. She put in the work. Yeah, nice. But, but, okay, sorry. Really quickly before we go into ratings, 
Anything you didn't like? Anything you just thought, no? So anything at all that you just thought, no? I think before they go to the Eternity Realm, the setup for where Thor and Gore and Jane, the Mighty Thor, are fighting, yeah, it wasn't that interesting for me. Uh, uh, okay. The whole, the whole setup. I think every encounter they had before that point or looked m- more visually engaging mm. to me than just some dank cave. Um, mm. I would say Gore's shadow army because we don't really you don't really see them i know they're supposed to be just a blurry thing for the people you know what they are the symbiotes in the comic books there you go um Um, and i just yeah i I just thought it would have been a bit more interesting if it was just gore in the in the fight obviously i understand for narrative reasons that it can't be like that because then they wouldn't have anything to do in terms of like you know i don't like the climax being black and white Oh, yeah, that the climax yeah, was climax to a bit. Well, I thought I've got to be honest. I thought that was the climax. Funnily enough, yeah, I was yeah. a bit surprised when it was like, "Oh, now we're it's back just, to uh, middle yeah. act." I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying the film felt too long or anything. I'm just, I was surprised. I thought, "Oh, that would have been a really good place." That's to have one the of the first things I said know? to Riyadh when the film ended. I was like, "I would, uh, I wouldn't mind it if the whole third act took place in that little mm. monochrome realm they go to." Oh, I'd yeah. have been fine but with that because that was a lot of, visually stunning. A lot of, yeah. Like, I'm going to say the civilian audiences wouldn't like black and white all the way through. Nah, I give a shit about them. I know. <laughs> I mean, for I me, know. for Disney, do because they, the they, they don't have a podcast about movies, do they? So. Uh, no, no, they don't. They go home and they go, "That oh, was good." Right. <laughs> was Never talk about it again. That was funny, yeah. Not talk about it for two hours. Comedy. I'm not down on Disney as much as as everyone else is these days. I'm not down on them, but they need to grow a pair of balls sometimes. Like, bro, they get. That was such a difference. I'm not that down on Disney. Fucking pair of balls. Sometimes a pair of balls, you know, like they gave Matt Reeves three hours to make a Batman movie that was completely his own. So, I mean, yeah. Yes, there you go. Warner Brothers can do it. There you go. Warner but then Brothers, they also made the DCEU as yeah, well. Yeah, they've so. made they've made yeah. their mistakes as well. I'm not uh, I'm not against mm-hmm. any side. I love Marvel and DC. Yeah, cool. Um, That's a good image yeah. comics, Dark Horse comics, Boom mm. Studios, Vertigo comics. Vertigo is, like, is That's like DC, DC as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. I, I I was trying to impress you guys by saying Are you impressed me. <laughs> Unfortunately, Vertigo doesn't exist anymore. But. No, it doesn't. No, <laughs> last last year, year before, something like uh, that. Before Recently, the, before the pandemic, I think. No, yeah. no, in the pandemic. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. So sad. Um, I, I don't. That was not ton I didn't like. I said I didn't like the opening act. Um, that's kind of thing. Uh, or maybe just that the the humor didn't hit as much as Ragnarok. But that's that's personal preference. So really, not ton yeah. to say. I that's like. like your opinion, man. Oh, and now post credit scenes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or scene uh, more than anything. But yeah. scene, scenes. Um, so we get uh, introduced to a uh, new character. So Zeus has been uh, injured in, earlier in the movie and he's doing a little Godfather speech towards the end there. Like, God, they used to respect us. <laughs> and so I knew exactly who he was talking to. I think we all knew exactly yeah. who he was talking to. I mean, to. you guys were guessing it and I was like, really? Yeah. Are they going to do that? Okay, So cool, it but... turns out who he's talking to, he's, he's he's fed up with Thor, Odin's son and all his shenanigans and everything he's been doing. And he says, he's talking to someone off screen. He says, we're going to take it to them or something along those lines. And do it, you understand? You, my son, Hercules, you're going to do it. And it, it showed Hercules and... Uh, I'm not really too familiar with this actor's work. So Brett I, Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. So for me, I only know Hercules from the comics and he is Thor, but to the next level mm. of fun loving and beer drinking and having a good time. So I don't really know if you got, you guys got to tell me well, now. If, Can Brett if, Goldstein if, Tyka, if Tyka came back, well, I mean, he's going to be the busiest man in the world, but if he came back to direct Thor five mm. with Hercules in it, It'll be hilarious if they have to. I think, like, Hercule, I think Hercules will be, get his own. Imagine, movie. imagine Thor trying to outdrink Hercules, yes. or kind of like 
I can imagine him doing like a chariot race or something like one, that. One one thing yeah. for me as well, he's, he didn't he didn't have Hercules's look from the comics. Uh, he he didn't have the beard and it looked a bit Wonder Womanish if anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And he wasn't as big as Hercules from mm. what we from the one shot we got of him. But I don't know, maybe you know, in three years but, time, the actor will have got there. I'm just happy because Brett Goldstein's from Sutton, so. The reason why I want to get into the ratings is because I just looked it up what the Rotten Tomatoes are. Now, I know Rotten Tomatoes is all a bit and all that yeah, stuff. Let but it's, look at it. Yeah. I know you're looking at my notes, but, you know, I'm just curious to see what your opinion is first. Oh, what yeah. a number. Yeah. <laughs> well. Can I reveal what the number is? Of course you can. Oh, God. So you're, on, you're a guest. On Rotten Tomatoes. I know that. Dan, what's your rating? Oh, 10? Yeah. Well, I will say I, I can't. I really, really enjoyed the film. I wouldn't say I loved it. You're going to absolutely fucking hate me for this, but I won't lie. I do think I prefer Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Just You've seen by... that three times, though. But I re- yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Mm. I'm going to see this film yeah, yeah. another three times, and I may end up loving it. Like I said, I didn't like mm-hmm. Doctor Strange the first two times. But I would give this a 8, eight out of 10. Solid oh, 8 out okay. of 10. I, I that's, really that's like... That's kind of I thought you'd be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you thought it was going to be lower? I thought you'd be like a 7 or something. Yeah. 8 out of 10, but it's closer to a 7 than a 9. Mm. 100%. Cool. Uh, I'm going to mirror you on that, and I'm going to go 8 out of 10 as well. Cool. Am I, do you do this for every podcast? Most of the time, yeah. So yeah. for me, I'm almost, I'm almost going to ruin your system, because I just kind of go based on feeling, and yeah. if I had a good time, I had a good time. But if you want Out to of be, 10, Atia. If, if, you, if you insist... <laughs> How do you feel out of 10? <laughs> you insist on a number. I feel great out of 10. Oh, it's, so, it's, so, it's so icky giving a number for me. Because feel great out of 10. That sounds like an 8. People work so hard on these movies. Oh, okay, okay. Ten, uh, ten, 9 out of 10. Okay, moving on. No, no, no I'm joking. No, no, I'm joking. No, 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 I'll give it like... Cool, a, cool. No, if that's how you feel, you don't have to give it I'll a give it a very high 8.5. Nice. Oh, out yeah. of 10. And... <laughs> I don't know if I see it a couple more times, like like you, maybe it'll be higher. Yeah. I I just any movie that can make me feel good, like mm. you know, the world is fucking throwing shit at us every day. Yeah. yeah. So this movie made me feel good today. Yeah. And, and I'm just good down with my boys here. And, watching it, and, you know? and I and I respect. And that's what this movie's about. That the world's a horrible place, and it. Yeah. Well, I respect Tycho because he's a bit in an interview. He was like, "Well, the world is a dark place, and we just need more silly shit." Yeah. And that's what I'm, what I'm gonna give you. And I was like, "Great." Yeah. And that's what we need. And did you give your rating number? Yeah, yeah. I gave it an eight. Can I reveal yeah. what the tomato is? Yeah, the, this is really. It's not baffled me, but. I okay, <sighs> let me guess. Is it? Uh, is it? More negative than you think. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. In the 60s. Yeah, but can I please reveal it? Don't don't mm. guess. Okay, okay. So it's my favorite number. Riyadh, how many times did I say this before we uh, would go to the gym and I'd get the gym locker and what number would I pick? I would pick 69. My Yay. favorite number. So that makes it the... It was on 70 yesterday. Third lowest rated MCU film? Is that? Yeah, what, it does. Is, is that what every critic... Sort of mm. That's over 150 reviews. <laughs> Atia and Zalchi, yeah. as our guests, would you like to play our five-minute movie game? I'd love to play your five-minute movie game. Well, uh, but, uh, what's the name of the game? Well, oh, I think you should do it. Or should I do it? I've got well, you got the echo. I would thunderously love I've... to play your five-minute movie game. All right, well, let me put the echo effect up on the microphone. Uh, so, Atia, the game you're about to play is... Five minute movie pitching where we have to pitch a movie in five minutes based on a title we made up. Now I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little bit croaky at the end there, mate. Um, so, so hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Do it like Kermit the Frog. Yay! I don't 
have any money. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, to change the pace, because uh, obviously our audience have lives, I won't be. Uh, I, Riyad Ali, will not be playing the game, but I will be okay. setting the, the hour will, and a half this podcast. Are you going to set the two titles? I'll be setting the two us. titles, yeah. And oh, you're I'll, gonna be a cunt. Yeah, I will be a cunt. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna be easy on him. Have you used that word before? For me, you're gonna be fucking evil. What? Sorry. Have you used that word before on this podcast? You did earlier. Yeah. yeah no, but I mean, like. Oh, uh, we use it all the time in the other episodes. My my dad. The only thing my dad hates about this podcast is I swear a lot. Mm. Uh, so he says you don't yeah. swear much, even though Sorry, you do. Sorry, mum. You swear I about as much. I have a bad potty mouth, but yeah. Sorry. Really off topic. Just before we start, I do want to ask this now: How much money has Minions Two made? That'll be the concluding point of the oh, podcast. Oh no. That'll be what's in the letters. Yeah. Let's That's true, otherwise, otherwise I'll be annoyed through the whole <laughs> thing. So you're right, it's a good idea That's actually. All right. Yeah, all right, cool. Fair enough. Most of the ideas I come up with are shit. <laughs> so uh, it's absolutely fine. It doesn't matter at all. Uh, right. All right. Welcome back, guys. Um, We've been away for however long it was. Like two minutes. Actually went for a pee. Mm-hmm. And... Was it a good one? It was warm. <laughs> I thought he'd Do you know what? He can't be wrong. <laughs> Alright guys, long, um, yeah. so Riyad Ali, I, me, hello. I'm not going to be playing this game, but I'm going to be announcing the titles. Fuck off. It's because you're not good at it. You can't come up with a good movie. Actually, I still like Microzone Reloaded, so... Just, just fuck off. Mind your own business, mate. Okay? Why don't you fuck off? It's a line from men. Do you remember a spot with little Rory King? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you fuck off? Um, so, I have your... Movie titles. Yeah. These do. movies don't. These movies don't exist. They probably do. I don't know. Mm. Depends, really. They might do after this. Someone might, might steal them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and the three. <laughs> uh, Atiyah and Zalchi. Um, so you are aware of the game. Uh, five minute movie pitching where we have to pitch movie in five minutes just from a title being made up. That's well, okay. So what? What you actually have to? I just realized we have to explain to right now. Yeah. We so do. you have five minutes to write down a movie mm. with a simple plot or any plot in particular. Yeah. Characters, and also you can name actors. That's the fun bit. Director, if you want. Director, if you want. Uh, it can be animated. It can be anything. Uh, and and uh, just a simple scene from this movie. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So, um, Daniel, I'm gonna give uh, you. You're Daniel. Yeah, I know. Because uh. I'm serious now. Daniel. Fuck yeah. off. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Stop swearing. <laughs> Stop swearing. Your dad's gonna give you a clapping. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dan, I'm going to give mm. you The Painter. Okay. All right. And then Atia, I'm going to give you The Classroom. The Classroom. The classroom. So these have got to be artsy because they're one word. The something. The That's something. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to fly off the hip. I'm just going to completely say whatever. I'm going to throw at the wall whatever comes to my head. Cool. If that's okay, does that break that the rules? Is, that, no, that's no, what no, happens no. most of the time, you yeah. know? Seriously, I'll be like, and then he went here and a big dinosaur came out of the floor mm. and... It was played by Russell Crowe. It's like literally, yeah. it's just stuff yeah. like that. And we can just interject whenever he, whenever we feel like it. Yeah, like, you can just say like, oh, is, is that because he did this? Is it because he's played by this actor? And exactly. it's like, oh, this, he wasn't, but he is This now. is probably how Taika Waititi writes a script. So, <laughs> Well, we, we the one idea he came up with was Follow the Pattern, which is a film about... Oh, me. Yeah, you did, about... Uh, uh, Spirographs. Spirographs. I don't remember how, because I gave him the Starring Amelia Clark. Mina Clark and Martin Farmstead. And do you know what? I really want that to be our first film that we make because it's just, it's the artistic kind of film you'd imagine. And I imagine it's Kooky primary... and wild. Yep. <laughs> imagine, uh, uh, imagine it's primary colour would be purple for some reason. I don't Fair. know why. I don't know why. All yeah. right, guys. So well, I'm the painter and he's the classroom. Well, right? no, you're Daniel Friedloss, Friedloss. and he's Antier. Oh, sorry. I'm Daniel Friedloss writing the painter. Yeah, exactly. And he's 
I'm Etienne Zauchi, writing the classroom. And I'm Riyad Ali, the executive producer. You need to impress. Yeah. You're the shareholder. I am the shareholder. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the whole the level of stakes <laughs> in this game now. I am, I am Kevin Feige. Yeah, at the end you have to pick. And I know we kind of stopped doing that in recent episodes, but you have to pick which one you'd invest money in. Yes, all right, cool. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, someone's going to fucking suck. They <laughs> <laughs> might not. All right, guys, let's give him five minutes. Back in a minute. To this handsome hunker hunker. Go away. Can we get my shit out of the way first? Because this is going to be good. <laughs> he's, he's played this game. How, how many episodes of this have you done? Yeah, well, I've never been good. That's how we're going to start off this segment. Uh, yeah. Welcome back, guys. Um, Daniel. Oh, we're recording now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Atia and Daniel have prepared their ideas. Uh, Daniel, can you prepare? Can you um, remind us what your idea is called? Uh, the painter. And Atia, yours is. Mine's is called the classroom. The classroom. Okay, and I've written tons of shit. It's not gonna be good. I've written a long uh, line for mine, <laughs> so I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think should we let Atia go first because he's the guest. Go on, M. Oh, All right, Atia. Atia. Go on. Take <laughs> us away. What is the classroom like? Okay. Does it have any in-depth themes based around the human condition? I might, you know. I remember, I'm I'm an executive producer, so right, yeah, so you're not gonna green light this. Okay, <laughs> but Aww. okay. The class- not with that attitude. Uh, yeah, not with that attitude. The classroom is a film in the Pixar vein about a sentient classroom played by Nicolas Cage. In- <laughs> a sentient, a sentient yeah. classroom. Yeah, he's like a living classroom. Uh, oh, cool! It's like Danny the Street. Yeah. Oh, cool. In which, it's like Monster yeah, House. like Danny the Street. Yes, yes. that's cool. My boy, right? Over there, <laughs> that's it. great. That's great. In which he, a sentient classroom, sits within another bigger, more wizened sentient classroom played by Christopher Walken. <laughs> Brilliant. And, and he learns from the Christopher Walken bigger. So imagine, imagine a Nicolas Cage classroom, a voice. By Nicholas Cage classroom, mm. like a Peppa Pig classroom, sitting within like a bigger, a bigger Christopher <laughs> Walken going to Trader Joe's classroom, and uh, he learns from the Christopher Walken classroom how to be a functioning classroom. <laughs> the, the Christopher Walken classroom. Yeah. He learns from he, while sitting inside him. He learns how to be a functioning Wait, classroom. Sorry, can we just absorb that while he's sitting inside yeah. him? <laughs> yeah, it's a he classroom sitting to... inside a classroom. Yeah, I know. So about that. If you just if you just listen to that bit out of context, that's yeah. great. So so I don't know why. I think it's great. <laughs> he, he learns how to be a functioning classroom so that he can be a place for the youths to learn. The youths. And the youths so this is an learn. animated film. Maybe, I don't know. And it could be like Danny the Street, like you said. Mm -hmm. And the youths can be played by, I don't know, I I don't have a cast for me. The the kids from Stranger Things. 50 Princess Leia actresses, I don't know. (laughs) From Obi-Wan. Where is this set? America or... Uh, Yeah, is it a classroom or a classroom? It's a classroom. Because... Oh, Nicolas Cage, of course. Maybe, maybe we can make... Okay, I'm spitballing (laughs) here. But maybe we can make Nicolas Cage like a British classroom. And he's oh. learning from just Christopher Walken as himself classroom. <laughs> Christopher Can he be Walken. doing that really pompous, oh, darling, yes, this is the classroom. That yes. is what Nicolas Cage would do but, if he was playing a British But every character. time he's yeah. classroom... But he he's has... also trying to sound young, like not, not, as, uh, not as old as... This film has so many fucking layers. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> as you said at the beginning, before I explain it, what do you say about depths and stuff about... Uh, you know, the human condition. The in-depth human condition. Yeah. He, is, he is a classroom learning from a classroom... How to be a place of teaching and learning <laughs> for the kids of this day and age, which are being thrown shit from every angle. These Republicans and these Democrats <laughs> telling us which side is right and which it's side a Pixar is wrong. Film, right? Yeah, well, it could be. I mean, it could be a Sony movie. I don't know. Uh, Sony. Yeah, it could be a Sony, Sony animation. Sony animations, you know, and uh, or DreamWorks, you know. 
Well, you as an executive or illumination. No, this is too. This is too smart for illumination. Far too smart. As an executive producer of all Hollywood, so I have control. I'll tell you what though, Pixar makes more out, apart from Lightyear this year they make more out there kind of movies these days yeah, they do, so, they Soul do. and yeah. Inside Out they, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. well I like the idea well I'll say I do actually well, like the idea it doesn't matter it, what you it, think you might as well uh, Mr. Executive mm. oh well, I'm sorry yeah. I mean I got questions I mean um, <laughs> so like what's the what, what kind of budget are you looking for here uh, like 300 million 300 million 300 million, 300 million. The See, uh, we made. did that for the Justice League and the Justice League and that didn't pan out well so we're gonna have to cut that down a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so parts uh, of the Caribbean at World's End yep. okay so uh, so kind of uh, what kind of budget do you, you want to do uh, 290 million mm, okay so that's kind of reasonable yeah okay. <laughs> uh, we just all we have to you do should have said 299 all million. we have to do is I actually want to shoot it in live action as well okay yeah what director? It'll be super easy, barely an inconvenience. And uh, what? Um, Who, who's directing? What's the age range going to be? Uh, let's make it a hard R. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hard R rating. She's an eighteen over here, or a fifteen over here. I don't know. And the director. Oh, you see, I should have wrote this down. Director. The first name that comes to my head is because he's known for his really in-depth work. Is who's the name of the guy who directed? Judd uh, Apatow. No, 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 no. Way better. <laughs> McG. Way better. Wait, you're thinking too small. You're thinking too, too small. It's the name right, of. But we're gonna work with a budget the, here. The, the, the director is the guy who directed. You all know the name. I his name slips from mine right now. But he directed your favorite film we had, called Norbit. Oh. So the director of that movie. Uh, wasn't that Dennis um, Dugan? Maybe. Wasn't you, that the guy who did Jack and Jill? Same quality of film. Well, not to you, because apparently you like Norbert for some weird reason. I do like Norbert. But I want the cinematographer to be Brian Roger. Robbins. Yeah, Brian Robbins directs, but Roger Brian Deakins. Robbins. Roger Roger Deakins is the DOP. Okay. <laughs> and like we, he'd work with that director. Yeah, no, he I will, love he it. Will, he will. He will. But he has to. Your, your, yeah. you, this is your story. Is this basically going to be going to be like Norbit, but yeah. Blade Runner quality? <laughs> music by uh, music by Giacchino. I think. Oh, oh, well. Oh. He's quite busy at the moment right now. I mean, yeah, he'll, just... he'll, he'll make room for this. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that idea. I think it's genuinely a good idea. It's like one of those you out there short films. Really, really? You think that? This ain't a short film. This is a four-hour epic. What are you <laughs> this is like my Lawrence of Arabia, bro. This is this is like my... Magnum Opus. This is my Citizen Kane, bro. Yeah. Well, we'll make this one, mate. All right, okay. Yeah. Okay. We can have Athia be the student. We'll have him in no, the No, no, no. I am the sentient classroom. You're, one you're of the, the sentient, sentient classroom. classroom. Well, Oh. It'd be so funny seeing you in those little shoes on your knees and like being pretending to be. No, 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 no. It's motion capture, bro. <laughs> it's well, uh, how much money is this film? Yeah. I love it. Well, let me pass uh, this uh, the script onto my PA, um, Natasha. Can you hold that for me? Thank you very much. Um, uh, biscuits got on my tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Daniel, what have you got for me? All right, so uh, I've got the painter. Mine's nowhere near as like out there as that, but basically what it is, uh, the film starts off with the... Um, oh, we're supposed to take this seriously. Oh, okay. The painter... Oh, no, I'm, 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 literally this is really a logline. But the painter follows uh, the main character, Jeremiah Short, and basically he partakes in what seems like a relatively normal job. He paints assignments. So he gets told to paint uh, self-portraits of people. So someone will call him in and be like, oh, uh, can you paint me whilst I'm decorating this house or something or can you paint me while i'm fixing this thing and he, and he does it he gives the, and he gives the painting to the client they pay him for it that's all that's, that's seemingly what he does he just p- p- paints he, he paints portraits of people he yeah. paints that's all he wait does. can i just clarify he paints yes right i can only do one thing 
paint. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes along and basically he's, he's, the the film starts with like a big montage of him going to different clients and stuff. He he connects with them. He talks with them. He's like, why do you like to do what you do or whatever? Like somebody like decides that they're a woodworker. That he's like Car- a, a carpenter. You mean? It could be woodworker no, as well. Woodworker, woodworker. Yeah. I can and do one thing. <laughs> yes. Work wood. <laughs> and he's like, um, he's like, what, what, what do you do? Why do you do that? And he's like, oh, I do that because it's my passion. Okay. And uh, basically, he just uh, goes around painting all these people. But what happens is, mm-hmm. and we find out later on, uh, at the, during this montage, he gets a call during one of his jobs. Like, and he's like, and you just hear a voice through the phone. And she goes, and the voice just says, um, is it done? He's like, not yet. And then he goes out and sees this new client, and he's like, so um, uh, you do a lot of work on your computer there, don't you? And he's like, uh, yeah, I do. And he's like, mm-hmm. what are the, what are these, by the way? And then there's pictures of like, I don't know, something like pornography or something like illegal pornography. Okay. Oh, and like he's child like, pornography. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh shit, that's that's not mine, man. That's not mine. And the painter's like. Well, I don't think it, I believe it is yours. He gets his paintbrush and he just stabs him through the neck. He has a bit of a fist fight and stabs him through the neck. And he's like, he's, why, why did you do all that? Who are you? I'm the painter. And then that's it. He's basically, so, so he's an assassin yeah. who p- p- poses as a, a painter. Basically. Okay. So he's not really a painter. So yours is a real movie. So, <laughs> and uh, what's it, uh, when is it set? Uh, present day. Brilliant. That's yeah. cheap. Did you say who the cast? Did you say who the cast was? I, uh, I am. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm, I, I do have a cast. Jeremiah Shaw. Because basically, the whole okay. So, but what the story builds up to eventually is he, he's an assassin, but then later on, he gets hired to paint a sculptor. Right? He gets hired to paint a sculptor, mm-hmm. and basically, the sculptor's they're talking while he's painting and sculpting and stuff, and then he he starts to notice the painter starts to notice that the sculptor is sculpting him. Yeah. Oh, I see. Even and it, right. And he's like, he's like, he's like, um, and he's like, they start, and then he realizes that that the, the, the fuck, fucked it. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it. it turns out they've both been assigned to assassinate each other. So it turns out he's the sculptor. Right. It's also an assassin. He's like, he's like, I'm the sculptor. You're you're Derek Cole starting all over the place with this. <laughs> with this well, that's really funny that you say that. Actually, yeah. It sounds a bit like spy this. versus spy. Yeah. Should, it, it sounds like called painter versus painter. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen that uh, George, painter versus sculptor? That like George Clooney movie, like from like 10, 15 years ago, called The American. I've heard oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it. It's a little bit like this. What you saying? Oh right, okay. But you've not seen it, so you don't know. <laughs> exactly. I'm not ripping it off or anything. I was about to say we've uh, we uh, we made a movie about that uh, a couple of years ago called uh, the American. <laughs> so um, you know, you cut to the chase here, Dan. I mean, uh, what's going on? Like, uh, how how is this movie different? Mm. Uh, basically, uh, there hasn't been a film about painting assassination yet. You are you are so, correct. You are correct. <laughs> not technically. <laughs> uh, anyway, the cast for the film is Jeremiah Short is played by Dan Stevens. Nice. Uh, oh. The the sculptor who turns out to be the other assassin. He is played by Mel Gibson. And <laughs> because he's a fucking nutter, so he, he would like he'd, he'd like to do this. And basically, the handler who calls up the, the painter and says, is it done yet? Is, vo- is Scorny Weaver's voice. Because she's got that kind of... Okay. That yeah, kind yeah. of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in Paul. You know in Paul? Yeah. Yeah, basically she's playing that character again. Okay. Uh, and the director is David Leach, funnily enough, uh, who does take doing Bullet Train and Deadpool 2 and stuff. So he's, he's doing it. Because it's really 
it, the fight scenes aren't just like you know little just, they're there proper choreographed yeah, when he really fights deal. the sculptor it is really like you know high you know low frame rate you know really, really? choppy frame rate and stuff like that because I was thinking you know, it was going to be more like a taxi driver sort of no. action nah fuck that <laughs> nah. <But> boring <laughs> No, it's always it's it's like fucking. No, Ooh, I love taxi. I right? love that movie. No, I love taxi. <laughs> well, I do. I know. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying what the, I'm just being. Yeah, I film producer. Not really here. very it's much action. Say, I'm best taxi driver. Anyway. It's no, it's not I'm, at all, a, no. I'm a I'm a good friend with uh, Martin Scorsese. You better watch <laughs> your mouth. Yeah, and De Niro. You better watch your mouth here, boy. And yeah, that's pretty much boy. it. To be honest, I think I think yeah, I, I've kind of gone through. And, and my scene is just the montage at the beginning where you find out he's an assassin. So pretty much that's movie really. Yeah. This is a, a uh, this is a tough one. I don't think I want I don't want to fund any of them. But if I had to, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I won't oh, take it personally. That's not me. This is, this guy's just come up with a whole franchise. I mean, maybe in China this will work, or maybe in <laughs> Bollywood. You know, they're running out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of sitting ours. Um, <laughs> but if I had to, I'd probably pick uh, the classroom because it's oh uh, no way because uh, I win the first time. Cause, well, because Nicolas Cage. Uh, he needs to do something. And Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Other than playing himself <laughs> in his own movie. Yes, yes. I mean, that's, uh, I think that was one of the easiest. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. Atia, thank you so much for coming on your podcast. It was yeah, my man. pleasure. I'm glad I popped my podcast show with you guys. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun, wasn't Dude, it? Yeah. So, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, this thank you, man. We've been trying to get you, well, trying to get you on. We've been... We've been wanting to get you on for so long. It was my pleasure. This was fun. Maybe we do it again one day soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he says with uh, enthusiasm, maybe yeah, we'll yeah. do it again one day. These guys. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. Maybe, maybe not. If the film is uh, something I'm really into, then yeah, for sure. Nah, that's cool, man. We'll, we'll even if it's a film on. I'm not into, even if it's a shitty like Minions or something, I'll, I'll come and... We're not watching Minions. I don't want to really fucking no. talk bad about films. So if anything, we should do a classic movie review. Actually, that's an interesting idea. Because you, yeah, you did, like you did Samurai Cop, didn't you? So indeed, yeah. We should do that. Oh, well, how much does Money's Minions 2 made then? Oh, so <clears throat> so currently, right now, it has made $248 million. In today's day and age, that's quite good. You know? That's quite good. Against, Not as much as I thought. But it's the highest rated animated film of the year. Yeah, yeah. So Over Lightyear? Over Lightyear's only made $192 million as Why is now. it doing so badly? I, you know what? I do <laughs> not know, really. I thought because it's based on a Toy Story character, I thought that'd be enough. I really did, actually. I got a good I thought it was going to be a well. slam dunk at the box office. I've I'm not really seen surprised. it, so I don't know. If um, I really like the movie. I know you I were just kind of... Rehab was just sort of mixed on it. Like, I fell asleep. <laughs> but he always does during anime. But I woke up again. Yes. It's yeah. fine. That's the yeah. main thing. Yeah. You got back up. Okay. <laughs> we do this all day. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up. I'm Riyad Ali, signing off. Daniel Friedloff. I'm Atia Anzalchi, signing off. Yeah. See you guys later. We had a good time. Goodbye. See you later. Thank you.